Yo, we are back. Ball Central Podcast. It's me and longtime awaited guest, Mr. Eighth. How you doing, Mr. Willie, aka Eighth? Pretty good. Just uh, living a dream. Living a dream. Gotcha. Anything else? Anything to catch up on since you've been long last? I'm depressed. Well, that's both of us. Well, something we have in common. Yeah. Mostly because of life. A little bit because of the Lakers, but mostly because of life. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's the opposite for me. It's the Lakers, so it works out, I guess. You know, mm. Celtics, Lakers. But hey. Uh, let's see. Uh, the guys couldn't make it to the first episode, so we decided to split our NBA and NFL segment into two. So me and Willie will take care of the NBA uh, episode, and then later on, we'll probably upload around Friday the NFL segment with me, John, and Akeem. So we're going to talk some NBA uh, first things we want to do talk slash talk about is uh, we've had a crazy year. It's going so far. We've seen 40, 50 point games left and right. Uh, is there, is, do you think something special is going on in the NBA or everyone just gave up on defense apparently this year? I mean, the primary form of scoring is three ball. Um, we've transitioned to, well, ironically, we've transitioned to a transition game that focuses on three point shots. Like if you see, how often the three-man break, how much like the three-man weave has been discarded, and now it's more of a corner three or right wing three, left wing three. And don't get me wrong, shooting has got some elite point that, you know, it's not bad shots, but it's just kind of a limited, eliminated, not fully eliminated, but it's, it's lessened the need to go for two-point shots and, and mid-ranges. And, yeah, there's still players like DeRozan and Katie that keep it alive, but... It's always going to be, especially with uh, Curry still being a, a huge forefront of the NBA, if not the face of the NBA over LeBron, you could argue either one. Uh, it's, it's always going to be a three-point oriented league for the near future. So it's going to be pretty big for a while. And let alone the defenses have kind of just stagnated. There's, there's a lot of defensive highlights. Oh. There's not much... There's not much you could do. I mean, this, the skill sets have gotten a, a lot higher, but there's also been less. There's not like a, a high volume of great perimeter def- defenders that have really been locking down the three point shot. But that's just my personal opinion. I'm more of like a. I'm not a an everyday watcher. So I, as a borderline casual fan, it's it's it's, it's only in my. Um, I can only say so much on this kind of topic, but from what I see. It just seems like perimeter defense isn't really a focal point, and defense is kind of falling off from where I feel like it used to be. Right. I mean, the Family Guy episode, I think it popped up on uh, TikTok. I saw it. Family Guy predicted the corner three was going to be hot when uh, Peter Griffin and Cleveland Brown was playing that game in the the little uh, trick shot with corner three and win it almost every single time. I mean, hey, it's – if. Everyone could shoot a three pretty much, and like all positions, like we 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 didn't see that like during Kobe and LeBron's uh, Kobe slash LeBron era, where only like the first three point guard shooting guard small forward can shoot threes. And Bede can shoot threes. Uh, Sangoon, a lot of people who's been hyped up about him recently, he can shoot threes. So does everyone in every position can shoot threes? So obviously, we're gonna see a lot more of it. So very interesting. I think uh, Tatum scored fifty one at the last. I think it was what Sunday or so. And I think people are starting to get lazy with the defense, especially with everything so fast-paced nowadays. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you see Austin Rivers' uh, video? It's it like spreading around social media that 
uh, the NBA is turning into uh, they're they're forget about fundamentals. It's more like trying to get a highlight here and there. Mm-hmm. I think just to paraphrase it, like the players are more looking to get like that that one play that blows up instead of like you know actually playing the game and caring about fundamentals. Yeah, I agree. Yes, you do too. Especially with you know crazy dunks, ankle breakers, things you see like in what what's called uh the younger uh leagues, especially AAU and, and et cetera, et cetera. We see in kids being disrespectful, trying to showing off uh Julian Newman handles, which Julian Newman's down so bad right now. He's playing against YouTubers, not even actual basketball players. He's in this mm-hmm. creator league with a bunch of YouTubers. He's not even playing against like almost like real ballers, but some of the YouTubers are real ballers, so yeah. it's been downhill for Julian Newman. But hey, it's a lot of uh, a lot of flash, not enough like substance as we've seen. Hey, I mean, does it mean we sound like old heads? I mean, hey, but I mean, TikTok, t- Twitter, those are pretty much the go-to's for seeing a highlight, and we've seen a lot of those last this whole season. Yeah. Also. Um, recently, the Lakers, LeBron James, has reached 38K in points, I believe, in regular season, not long ago, maybe like last week or a couple of days ago. Uh, there's only one person remaining ahead of him, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he gets the, the all-time record. Uh, how With the rate with Anthony Davis out and him being like only vi- reliable option besides Westbrook and maybe one other person on the Lakers, how fast do you think he could break this record? I don't know about how fast because he's not really concerned about it. I, mean, I feel like people think he's not being genuine with that answer, but I don't think he really cares as much as people think he does about breaking that record because he knows he's going to do it. He wants it's to not win. Like yeah. a, but he just wants to win at this point. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some big trades come up right before the deadline. Um, When is the deadline, actually? Did it pass already? No, I think it's about a month or two, maybe. I know it's a little bit it's a little bit close to All Star Weekend, so about maybe a month and some change. I expect some big trades to happen. I don't think everybody wants Russ to be traded. It doesn't really make any sense at this point. Um, it makes sense in the long in the in the grand scheme of things to free up some space and free up some cap space, but I don't think that with the production he's given on both offense and defense that it logistically makes sense. Like. Unless you can find somebody else who can really run that bench the same way he does, but he's feeding people. He's the reason why Thomas Bryant got minutes, right? Obviously, Thomas Bryant is a talented player that obviously put his work in, but Russ was feeding him all game. When AD had those big games, Russ was feeding him all game, right? You know, like, Russ, Russ is not the best shooter, but he's, he's dishing the ball out. He's pushing the pace. You know, he's, he's putting his work out, and he's improved his defense a lot this year, so it's just like... I don't know what else he would want to. He's. I don't see how he doesn't win six man of the year. I don't think he's even close. I mean, Brogdon might get more run for his money. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not. It's not even. No disrespect. I love Brogdon. He got the thirty ball I, the other day. What's the thirty ball have to do with being six man of the year? Scoring off the bench. So. I mean, he doesn't provide anything else. Much. I can name other bench. Well, I can't name off the top of my head. Maybe so. Let me not say that. That had thirty balls, and they're not going to be considered. And you know, like this random bench players that randomly get a thirty ball, right? If you get it going, you get it going. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Troy Daniels, the junior, the other not the other day, that was a while ago when he had a gun. I'm about to say, I do think Westbrook is in the lead for a six man, but I do think if if there had to be a second, it would be Malcolm Brown. The only reason he would win it is because the Celtics are doing better, but I think it's mostly because of Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, obviously, I, obviously the team's well rounded, but I just I don't think they're gonna they're gonna give it to Malcolm Brown. 
That's true. Yeah, I do think Russ deserves it because after going from switching roles and stuff like that. Plus, I don't think Jordan Poole deserves it just because he's playing bench and starter minutes because with the injuries to the Warriors, he's, he's being forced to play starter. So you can't give yeah. a starter uh, the sixth man of the year award. So, yeah, but I do believe that's Westbrook. Yep. Uh, but with going back to LeBron, yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him the next couple months. With, I don't know how long AD's out, maybe a couple more weeks, but – uh, last night he dropped a, a forty point almost triple double. I think it was like forty eight and nine. If he has to continue to do games like that just for the Lakers to be in it, and that that was against the Houston Rockets, one of like the lower teams in the league. Who knows what wear and tear is going to have on his body? Because we know the Lakers are trying their best to make play ins or playoffs. So if if LeBron does that year in year out, he's not the player. He's not the twenty four or twenty five year old that played in Cleveland and Miami anymore. All I that mean, they could box. Care. They were boxing with the Philadelphia 76ers. They should have won the game. But, yeah, uh, I was going to ask you about that. You saw the, the whole foul call on, that didn't get called, then B grabbing Westbrook's arm? I understand, like, a non-called foul. That was a hold. He was literally holding his arm. Yeah. Because, like, uh, during game view, like, when actually watching the game, I didn't think it was a foul. But I saw it online. Like, they, they, they closed up the image, and the ref was, like, dead looking at it. And B, like, literally grabbing his wrist like this. Yeah, that's, that should have been called. And then, and then they did the, the league to minute review where, like, a report that drops every game, like, to say what happens at the end of the game or the last two minutes that the league does just to make sure officiating does its job. They admit it, they, I think they admit it was a foul on a beat's part, and they should have called it. So very, very drastic. But, hey, I mean, hoping the Lakers do well but not too well just because they're the Lakers. But, hey, it is what it is. And then we are about what 40 plus games in the NBA season. We're close to all-star break. All-star break is I think the middle of, of February. So mm-hmm. we gotta got we're gonna go to a, a little bit of a, an assessment of how the season's going. Uh see. Do you have a surprise team right now? Someone that you didn't expect to do this well uh at, so far in the season? Uh Kings are up there. Kings are better like a regular record than the Lakers. I, I said that in our first our episode when you came back, remember? Like a while ago, I, everyone said I was bugging. I want to say the Knicks, but I also I also been a, a big Jalen Brunson believer since before he uh, fully got onto the team. And I said he was going to bring some good minutes. In. Yeah, he's doing this thing, so I don't want to hear nothing. I was um, yeah, him and Randall, they're doing well. There's a lot of teams. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head without looking. I mean, remember the Jazz had like a little spurt, but they're the AFC currently. So, but there's some like the Cavs. The Cavs are doing their thing too. But there's some sleeper teams out there. You can't, you can't just sniff at no more. You know, it's it's pretty interesting. Right. Um, for me, one of them is probably the Nets. I mean, yes, they have Kyrie and KD, but everyone thought this whole team was going to implode midseason just because of all the drama in the offseason and what went through with the whole Kyrie situation and Steve Nash being fired. But they bounced back very nicely. Jock Vaughn has done a, a very good job holding this team together. It's sad to see KD get hurt like midseason. But before the injury, the, the Nets were looking like a very good team in the East, even though a lot of people were counting them out because of all the drama they went through. They were the best team in the East for that stretch of games. They were like 17 and 2. Yeah, they lost to like the Bulls and someone else, but very good stretch. But that, I mean, because I thought they were going to implode as well just because of all the drama they had over the offseason. Yeah. 
Also, uh, a team you're disappointed in this year so far? The Heat. I thought they'd be doing a lot better than they're doing right now. I know, honestly. But I also know that Jimmy Butler is playoff Jimmy. Like, one of the best playoff players I've had the privilege of being able to watch. And I'm not even, like, a huge Jimmy Butler fan or a huge Miami Heat fan. It's just he turns the Jets on. Like, there's few players that really turn it up to another level during the playoffs. Like, there's players who, who are always at that level, like, throughout the season, obviously. And there's players who just, when the playoffs come, you know they're coming, right? Jimmy Butler's one of them. LeBron's another. You know, like, when you consider, like, like I want to say Giannis, but Giannis always puts in, like, his full, his full, you know, effort at all times. So I can't really, like, use that excuse. And it's, there's obviously plenty more, right? I just can't list them off the top of my head because – James Harden players. Yeah. <laughs> I think he gets a little bit more uh, criticism than he deserves. I think he is a pretty decent playoff player. Um, actually, at least maybe people undermine his ability to box with the Warriors at that time because they were the only team really giving the Warriors work besides the Cavs, really, you know. So um, I do think he deserves, he gets a little bit too much criticism, but I do like James Harden a lot. So, um, I do know he does. He tends to disappear sometimes during the playoffs, but it happens to the best of us, you know. Right. He has a chance to change it around this year. So Hopefully, he Well, I'm a Tyrese Maxey fan. That's the only reason. Like, I'm a huge Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey fan, man. He's officially back. So hey, maybe they make some noise. Love Tyrese. Um, for me, I I got two answers for this one. One of them is the Atlanta Hawks. Um, everyone was raving over the the signage over oh, with Dejounte Murray, including myself. I thought it was going to bring him to the next level. The defense is going to improve with him being there. But as of right now, I think they're sitting, what, 8th, ninth, or 10th in the league. Uh, Capello's been hurt, but there hasn't been anything like to wow people from the Hawks, whether it's play from Trey or DeJounte. It just hasn't been there this season. They haven't been really consistent with uh, winning games and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I mean, yes, it's early in the season, but as of right now, people were expecting a lot more from the Hawks. They're, they're, I, th- I was expecting them to be a top five team in the, in the East, but they're like near playing team. So very disappointing. And another one, uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, they were coming off of Luca taking their soul last year. And now uh, Cameron Johnson's out for the year. Devin Booker has been hurt here and there. Aiden as well. And Chris Paul. There's a lot of inconsistency. And, uh, and plus I, it feels like I don't think that they're going to be like taken seriously anymore just off of, I think – do you feel like a lot of people hate the Suns or no? Just how the, the way they act sometimes? Like they're, they're a villain? I mean, they kind of written their own villain story. I think yeah. Chris Paul is a top five point guard all time. He wrote his own villain story with the way he acts. Um, I think he's a – I mean, he's in person outside the court, but on the court, you know, like you see like the small dirty plays that go on a lot and people notice it and people pick up on that and – the disposition and stuff like that. Obviously, an amazing, talented player. Um, the DeAndre Aiden situation, I think, kind of boiled over with uh, Monty. You know, they they obviously don't like each other. Like, I don't know why we're acting like he was supposed to be a pacer like they, until they matched it. So I don't know why they did. They hate each other. Monty, they like you're doing all this for a team that's not doing that well. You know, Devin Booker is the obviously the only carrier, but and he was. He started getting the hate only because of what he said uh, when, he, when he did that. Uh, the Lucas special. Yeah. The Lucas special thing. And then after that, he just got torched. So it was just 
after a year, he'll be fine. Obviously, Devin Booker's an amazing player. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I love Cameron John. I don't even know. I don't even know what his injury was that he's out for a year. But uh, I think it was Achilles or ACL. It was one of those two. And Zach, he's such a he's such a, a good player off the bench. Um, even in the playoffs last year, but there's only so much you could do. Yeah, I think and, this, uh, the Suns are like twelfth in the league right now. The six, the Suns are twenty one and twenty four. The twelfth in the league. They're above the Lakers. Damn. Yep, by one game, one win, exactly one win. Okay, and then Dang. also, what else do we got? Uh, okay. Um, what what one player that's been disappointed that you you think it should be playing better this year than what that you've seen so far? Like one disappointment that, of a player, or someone um, you think should step it up. I have not. You have any on your side yet? Um, probably the Jante Murray, off of you know him getting in the feud with Paulo Banquero over the off season with the whole uh, wreck thing. Um, people were expecting them to be him and Trey Young to be one of the best duos, uh, guard duos in the league. I feel like he's been inconsistent with his defense, which a lot of people thought he was a good defender. I mean, I still think he's a decent defender, but he needs to prove it. He needs to prove that more. Um, also, his scoring has been on and off. One day he scores 20, one, sco- one day he scores 10-ish. So I think he needs to be better. Um, also, probably someone from the – probably most of the Jazz players as well. Like they started off hot like the first month or so in the season. Uh, Markinen, I think Markinen is the only consistent one, but everyone else – Jordan Clarkson, et cetera, et cetera. I think if they want to be, I don't know what they're doing, if they want to tank or not. It's because everyone thought they were taking the, the beginning of the year. But as of right now, I think they're stuck in the middle because they, they think they can contend or they want to try to get Victor Wembenyama. So it's a whole confused, mixed feelings thing for me. Yeah. Uh, probably Rudy Gobert. But I don't like Rudy Gobert, so I'm also biased. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's not a, a bad choice. You got like, no bag. He's trash. Well, <laughs> he's not trash. He's just not. He has no offensive bag at all. Like zero. He has probably has the worst offensive bag in the league as a center. It's crazy. Cannot believe it sometimes. Pretty much just throw it to the basket, see if he catches it, dunks it. <laughs> no shot, no bag, no post moves. This is ridiculous. But hey, man, <laughs> go Timberwolves. Right. Do you think they should have made that trade in the first place? Yeah, <laughs> wasting, yeah, wasting Anthony Edwards, and I don't know why he's a generational talent. And Cat's been out for I don't know how long. I feel like he's been out for a while now. He still hasn't came back. Yeah, just Amen. uh, just the force spacing is an issue. Uh, I mean the defensive rebounds are there, but you can't do much in offense. And also, if Rudy Gobert is on the perimeter playing defense, it's a GG. So they need to figure out what to do. I mean, I get, they have plenty of time to figure it out because it's a long season, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, a player that's been surprising you this season so far. I mean, I, I have a personal favorite, someone that I, I like to bet on personally, uh, Mr. Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers. 
Uh, Wally Serbiak on the Knicks were saying he's a fake wannabe all-star. I mean, he's like top three in assist in assist. Uh, I think he's doing pretty good in the scoring end. He's he not like a high scorer like everyone expects him to be, but he's a near double-double machine when given the chance. And also with Malcolm Brogdon not being on the pages anymore, he has plenty of opportunity to show what he's capable of because I feel like he didn't get that much of a shot last year because he got traded and Brogdon was on the team. So he gets to run the show. Miles Turner's play has been in, has been increasing well because of him. Uh, Buddy Hills, et cetera, et cetera. The Pacers are actually a top six, seven seed in the East right now, thanks to Halliburton's play. So just one of the I – mean, it's also a little biased, but it's just some, something worth mentioning. I'd probably say Laurie Markkinen. That man's playing out of his mind. If he doesn't get most improved player, I don't even want to see the rest of the the awards in all honesty. I mean, I don't even, is anybody even close to him? But no. Most improved. And Laurie Markkinen is just going insane. Insanity, man. Honestly, I don't think so. But you Maybe. can say Lori. Bobby Portis is after a double double. Yeah, you say Lori, you can say Bobby, but Bob Bobby's just been always doing his thing, just low key. You could say um who last GA. Actually, but he you know he's pretty much a superstar. He's not there yet, but he's pretty much a superstar, right? Right. You know him a couple better pieces. It's just the team record of stopping him. He's 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 this man's a a beast, man. He's like close to superstardom, man. Right. He's as close as you can be, at least, to not be a superstar. Um, but yeah. And Thomas Bryant, shout out Thomas Bryant, shout out Aaron Gordon. People that were stepped off a little bit and just came out instead of doing anything. You know, especially Thomas Bryant. He stepped up a lot when AD came out. Very happy for him. Right. He had that stretch where he's like getting double digit rebounds like almost every single game, like a good five, six game stretch. I was not gonna be back. Be, he'll be back to it next game. Right. Okay. And uh one last two questions. Uh who is your MVP right now? I know there's a lot of talk between Luca, hey, Yoke, Tatum. It is Tatum. Tatum. Really? I mean it's disgusting. That That's your MVP choice? It's disgusting. Yes. I am sh- I am shocked you picked him. Why? I love Tatum. I didn't think you were going to actually pick a Celtic as MVP. <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Westbrook fan. I'm not, True. I'm not, I don't got no obligation. True. I, I, I like, for me, like, I mean, I was hoping it would be Ja because I'm a Ja fan, huge Ja fan. But it's just Tatum. What do you do? Like, it, it's not even enough to look at stats. You have to watch this man play the game and see how helpless people can be when he turns up. Like, right. it's not even a matter of defense. It's just... When I'll never forget Lakers versus Celtics, LeBron tosses a weak ass pass to Westbrook, gets picked off, turnover. Celtics down by only ten now. Oh, the game came back. Came back in, started walling. Jason Tatum. Somehow I don't even know how they give up that last possession. Gave Tatum a chance to tie the game. So what the fuck he thought he was going to do? He tied the game. Easy corner. Fucking didn't dribble, dribble, step back mid range, splash. And after that, he just took over an OT. It was GG. Like, what do you, what do you do with that? Like, and you have somebody like Jalen Brown who 
honestly fluctuates between damn near stupid stardom and what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but Jalen Brown, when he turns up. He, he's averaging like 27, 28 right now. This, right now he's too. one of the most athletic people in the league, and people don't talk about that enough. Like, if you look at his posterizers, his dunks, where he's jumping from, how high he jumps, how fast he moves, he's like two years of practice and handles to being, <laughs> you know, that'll be the best duo in the, in the league in two years. He's like, got all kinds of free throws. Like, literally every single game, I see him as important ass free throws for some reason. I don't know. I don't know who touches them as a duo. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, you can argue. No. I don't see who touches. I'm trying to think. Like, two people who are, who can, no. There's people I could probably think of, but it's just, they're just, they're nasty. Jason Tatum is my answer. Kyrie and KD. They're more skilled, but on a consistent basis, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown bring, especially on both sides. Yeah, I think about both sides. Yeah, I'm not thinking about just one. Yeah, because Jalen yeah. like, The reason why KD and Kyrie in the conversation is because they're so talented offensively and they accept for anything else. And I think right. KD is an underrated defender, but that's a different story for a different day. Right. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about Jokic? Do you think – he should be a lot of people are saying he's the front runner because he's always the, gonna be in the MVP conversation. Just because play doesn't make sense. Like him, him and Doncic are some of like the people you have to watch play to understand. Like Jokic is just so effortlessly throwing dimes everywhere, just like Doncic, but Jokic just they seem so slow, but it just it's so fluid. Like, like all, of, all of Doncic's layups look so blockable, but they're not. <laughs> like, like his touch. shot making is is gorgeous. His step back threes is gorgeous. His passing is gorgeous. Like it's a Euro ball, telling you. But Jokic just brings so much to a team that he's worth every penny, right? He's gonna come in and he's gonna give you the ten boards, the fifteen boards. He's gonna give you the extra strength you need as a center even though he's not the most muscular person in the world. He's going to give you the 10 assists you need. You surround that man with shooters? Jamal and PJ. Even uh, uh, Kendall uh, Caldwell Pope. But just consistent shooters. I think – well, I think they're pretty consistent. But I I will say Murray and MPJ. KCP, sort of. MPJ got to be stay healthy. Aaron Gordon's even proven, uh, hit a shot here and there, too. Like, yo, man. Yeah. Yo, the Nuggets lose go, it's just over. So you say goodbye for Absolutely. a while. Did you, did you have three more minutes left or, t- or eight more minutes left before you head back? Uh, I got eight. I, got, I didn't even get to eat, so I'm just going to put my food away. Bet. Okay. Um, last one. Um, All-Star picks. Since we're close to the All-Star weekend. Um, so basically, if you had to choose – Two guards and three forwards for each conference. Who would you pick? I think for us, we we said we agreed on Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell for the guards for the East. How do you feel about that? Do you think Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell? You said, yeah, that's what that's what we agreed upon. Me, Akeem, and John. Wait, for the guards for the East because it's two guards and three forwards slash centers. I bevoke you want to pick Halliburton, but that's what I said too. I was like, toss Kyrie and put Halliburton there. 
don't, I don't, I don't think Kyrie's a starter. I think he's in the conversation, but I don't think he's a starter. Um, yeah, I, I said Halliburton and Donovan. Personally, that's what I said. But the West would be harder. Like, who do I pick from the West? Oh, um, from the for the East. So, so we're saying Halliburton and Donovan Mitchell for the East for the guards. I guess. I'm to think, yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of because Harden was hurt. Um, we just want really. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Like, I, okay. I'd have to look at a whole list in front of me, but yeah. Yeah. And then the forwards is pretty hard. Forwards are pretty hard to pick. So you have four choices, but you only pick three. Giannis. Please. Yep. Giannis, KD, and Bede or Tatum. Which three stays? Which one is out? That's pretty, much the, that's pretty much the answers right there. Wait. Because only three Bede. of them can make me a starter. It's either Giannis or Embiid, but I'm not sure who's having a better year. The Sixers are doing better though. So probably I think Embiid, Giannis, believe. But either one of those two. Yeah, I think we picked. We picked Tatum, uh, KD, and Embiid, I believe. Or no, Tatum, KD, and Giannis, I believe. So, mm. and for the West, we chose uh, Curry and Doncic for the guards. Curry. Yeah, so far. That's what I think that's what we agree as a group. What's the top seeds in the West? Uh the Nuggets is one of them. I know Pelicans are a top seed. Uh hold on. It is Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Kings, Mavericks, Clippers. The Warriors are seven. So and who are your two who are your two picks again? Curry and who? Curry and Dantage. Curry over Jaws, wild. That is wild. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. This year, that is wild. Only one of them is an MVP combination. That's all I'm gonna say. That is wild. Hey, fair enough. That's insane. We all have our opinions. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, for the West, it was. I think it was who's the West. I think it was LeBron just because it's it's the All Star game. Uh, who was who the other ones? I think. Uh, no, no. Zion and someone else and Jokic. I know Jokic is one of them. I think it was LeBron, Jokic, and Zion. All Star picks. Yeah, for the get hurt. Yeah, because I don't think there's anyone else. No, no, no. I mean, you can make a case for Lori, sort of. But yeah. Also, uh, PG and Kawhi has been injured too much. Uh, and then Jaws a point yeah, guard. Yeah, so LeBron, Jokic, and Zion. No, I'm okay with that. To be honest. Okay, so, and that's pretty much our NBA talk. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up with a quick draft since Willie has to be out in like four or five minutes. So, um, you know what? Let's just cut. This is cut, cut some time. We'll do a, a, Mar- a Smash Brothers draft. So, we're gonna do three. What do you think? Three picks, four picks that's each. Fine. Three picks is cool. Okay, we'll do three. Um, so yeah, just pick your top three characters. I'll I'll let you start since you're the 
the potential back. Uh, Luigi, Captain Falcon, and Cloud. I thought we go back and forth. Uh, let's just go save some time. Because it's gonna uh, be like a, I think it might, it might be a real Captain Falcon. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna go a troll pick. Uh, I'm gonna add a little fire to this draft. Uh, I'm gonna go Ness, just off of fucking Ness. I, <laughs> I know how you feel about him. Fucking, okay. I'm gonna go Cloud. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna go uh, Donkey Kong, just because of the power and that's one of the few players I actually know how to play with. So the combo character. Uh, last pick, I'll probably go Luigi. He's a sleeper pick. I have one. Um, third one, I'm gonna go Link. It's one of uh, our good friend Hannah Lavin's favorite character with the simple combo. So I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, you have an uh, honorable mention? It's a, a Not too many. Shout out to Ganondorf, <laughs> the four stack killer. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a little Mac. Just because how powerful his punches are. So, hey, that's a better. Okay, that was a, a quick little draft. It'll probably be a reel or something. I'll figure it out later down the road. Uh, thank you for tuning into that little draft. Check out all the other videos on our YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's see. Anything you want to uh, shout out before you head out? Because obviously, busy stuff like that. Shout out mental illness. Just like uh, what's that song called? I mean, you guys probably don't listen to Zach Fox. Yeah, I don't know the reference I made. I don't actually mean shout out mentally on this. It's, it's a song called uh, "Awareness." Your mental I got, illness. I got depression, but that's a different story. Um, not much to shout out. I mean, I gotta, you know, just out here grinding and working, and that's pretty much it. I'm gonna get back to work right now. Gotcha. Well, if you won't do it, I will. Uh, check out his TikTok. He has a, a YouTube, very new YouTube that just came out. All his links, Twitter, etc., Facebook, MySpace, all his links will be down below in the NBA video. Uh, even his, uh, what's it called? Reddit page will be on there too. So, hey, he, he, you might have a, a Reddit fan page. Who knows? Um, like I said, uh, this has been an RNBA talk. Uh, I think our NFL talk will be on Friday. Thank you for lead for – I know how busy your schedule is. Thank you for making time out to talk NBA with me. Always a blast, and I'll see you next month. For obvious reasons. Yes, sir. So, uh, with that being said, it's been Ball Central from me and Mr. Walid. Um, Wednesdays at noon. This week we'll have two episodes, so make sure to tune in Friday at noon. Uh, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And we will see you on Friday. Deuces.